the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Donald Trump went five for five. At least that's what he claims. And coming up on the John Stoggerwald Show, which you are listening to right now, uh, we're going to take a look at that claim and finding out what we should take uh, from all the primaries and special elections that were held last night around the country. We're going to find out from uh, Selena Zito of the Washington Examiner and formerly of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Um, she wrote a, a book called The Great Revolt that explains why uh, Grump, uh, Grump, Trump won in 2016 and uh, what most people don't get about why he won. Uh, we had her on and she did a great job of breaking it down a couple of weeks ago. And Chuck Knoll used to say a win is a win is a win. And he would say that when he would be asked about a sloppy win. And he would never concede that he was not satisfied with the win, uh, ultimately it was a win, and that's the way he looked at it. He had no use for moral victories. Uh, very few people who do a lot of winning do have a lot of use for moral victories, I've found in my uh, days covering sports. But uh, Donald Trump sure does seem to be winning a lot. The economic numbers are all there. He's been fulfilling his promises. The Democrats are out there uh, talking about moral victories uh, like the loss last night in the special election for a congressional seat near Columbus. At least it uh, looks like a loss. I don't know if it's actually been finalized as we speak here. It was very close. Uh, but Democrats and, and lots of their friends in the media are saying that the Republicans should be worried uh, because the winds weren't big enough and the close races in Republican districts uh, should be taken as a sign that the, the blue wave is coming in November. You know, the blue wave that's supposed to come? Well, Here's what Trump tweeted. The Republicans have now won eight out of nine House seats, yet if you listen to the fake news media, you would think we were being clobbered. Why can't they play it straight? So unfair to the Republican Party, and in particular, your favorite president. Well, if you don't think that there's a lot of wishful thinking going on out there among most of the media who are finding a silver lining for the Democrats, uh, just go, I don't know, Here's go on YouTube, um, and find some videos of the looks on their faces of these some of these media people back on election night in 2016 when it began to sink in that they were about to lose. Uh, their their favorite uh, woman was about to lose. Their girl wasn't going to win. Um, just uh, There's some great videos out there just looking at their faces. So if you don't think those same faces are just praying for good news uh, from now until all the way up to 2020, you, you haven't been paying attention. Well, um, Selena Zito predicted a Trump win in July of 2016. She outsmarted all the experts and the pollsters, so that's why she's the perfect person to have here to explain uh, what the results from last night could mean in November. And by the way, the uh, Democrats, the new face of the uh, Democrat Party is at Alexandria Ost-Cortez. Uh, uh, um, forget her. I forget her middle name. Anyway, you know who I mean. The 28-year-old uh, socialist from New York. She got shut out last night. Nobody won. Every one of her, the candidates that she endorsed, lost and lost big. So we'll talk about uh, the women who have been winning for the Democrats, though. Um, it's the year of women, apparently. Again, it must be all that toxic masculinity in the air. And you wonder if women who didn't get a woman president are about to make up for it in November. Donald Trump. Uh, still has Bob Mueller sniffing around every day, and we, I, I'm, I, I can't even listen to it anymore. I'm so sick of the story. And, and I'm not discounting the possibility that something might happen from it, that there's something there. But just come on. Get something done. You know, give me something here. Uh, take them away in handcuffs. Do something. Come up with some evidence. Do something. Anyway, um, Donald Trump still has him sniffing around, and his former campaign manager is on trial. And now there's a report that uh, Omarosa, you remember her? Well, she secretly, apparently, according to at least one report, secretly taped Trump when she was working in the White House. But none of this stuff ever seems to stick. 
And when we come back, we're going to find out what Selena Zito thinks about all of this and what it might mean in November. This is Mike Howard, General Sales Manager at Salem Media Pittsburgh. You've heard me recruit for salespeople for quite a while now, always looking for professionals who just have to be in the sales arena because they love the hunt for new business, have those antennas up, and just simply know how to get appointments. Well, I'm here to tell you that is still exactly what I am looking for, but not just to be in radio. Salem Media Pittsburgh truly is much more, so much so that all of our team's titles have changed to Integrated Marketing Strategist. What that means is we now incorporate everything regarding digital marketing into our daily services, from web design to social media and reputation management, plus all things digital marketing, including retargeting, Facebook, SEO and SEM, and much more. So if the sales skills I mentioned before apply to you, plus you have a knack or even experience in digital marketing sales, you definitely need to contact us. Would you do that, please? Log on to SalemMedia.com and click the Careers link and search Pittsburgh to apply. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire your stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24-7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call 1-800-228-2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155. The one thing I loved about working with him, we got to pray with our patients and I could do that without feeling like I was going to get in trouble. At the medicine shops in Oak Mountain, Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues the legacy of pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. And many people, you cannot cure them or make them truly get well if they have something down deep that they haven't ever addressed. Stress affects your whole body. Like when I get stressed, I have between my shoulder blades, my muscles get tight. Some people it's GI. Some people it can be a rash. Some people their immune system is down. So we address that too. But you have to address the root causing that stress for them to truly heal. One of the things I'm very humbled by is that many of the people that Joe and I saw together, they're still coming to see me. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to have the same empathy and love and caring that he had. I just love it. It's my dream job. It's what I've always wanted to do. Every day's different because not everybody's the same. Call for a consultation today. 888-865-9595. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And their no-loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge. Mention AM 1250 and get an exclusive 10% discount for listeners of this station only. Why pay double? Before you buy, visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. They're more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company. windowsruspittsburgh.com Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 The Answer so remember all that noise that was out there at this time two years ago? Hillary Clinton was out there stumbling and coughing her way to what everybody thought was the inevitable win there in the presidential election. Uh, one publication, I forget who it was, said that it had been, they somehow came to a number that her chances of winning 98%. Well, Selena Zito of the Washington Exam- Examiner, formerly of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, cut through all that noise and predicted uh, that Trump would win. She, she actually predicted it in July of uh, two years ago. We had her on the show a couple of weeks ago to talk about her book, The Great Revolt, Inside the Populist Coalition Reshaping American Politics. Now, notice that the title is in the present tense. 
It's a reshaping, which means she thinks, I think she thinks, it's still going on. We thought she'd be the perfect person to have on to analyze what happened last night. Selena, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yes, I do believe it is in the present tense, and I still do believe it is happening uh, right now. Okay, so uh, let's, and we'll get to that, but uh, first of all, what's happening in John Kasich's old district down there near Columbus? And the last I looked, I, I don't have they declared a winner, or is that going to take a while? They, they probably won't declare an official winner until August 18th. But based on where these provisional ballots are coming from, these are ballots that people cast ahead. Uh, most are ballots that were cast ahead of the election or outside of their district. But, you know, you know it's a mishmash of different kinds of ballots. But based on where they come from, uh, I still believe that Balderson will win this uh, this uh, seat. And likely, even if there is a huge blue wave, he will still likely hold it again in um, in November. In fact, I, I, uh, I wonder even if uh, the Democrats heavily invest in this since they have so many others that would be less expensive and more easy to pick off than such a overwhelmingly Republican seat. So they're, they're going to do it again in November, same two guys. Same two guys, <laughs> yeah. So the same thing, it's, you know, what, 13 weeks away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 American politics for you. Well, just looking around at what the, the response to, uh, to the results last night were, assuming that you're right about Balderson winning, uh, Bill Barrow of the AP, uh, he wrote that Danny O'Connor's strong showing, he says, is a roadmap to the Democrats winning the House. And he says he does do that by getting suburbanites to join the urban base. Are you buying that? Well, I mean, look, both coalitions are changing. Both parties are changing. The, um, and, and what the Republicans' challenge is, the Republican Party's challenge is going forward is to uh, to still be able to appeal to the suburban voters while um, being able to draw out uh, the uh, the more rural and exurban voters. Uh, Balderson did draw out. He was able to get the suburb, you know, a lot of the suburban voters. He did a really good job of doing that. Uh, who didn't show up were the more rural voters. Now, I suspect a couple things were going on there. First of all, people are not as obsessed with politics as some of us are. Uh, and, and it's Tuesday in August, and, you know, a lot of these rural voters are doing something, you know, that we call work. Uh, they're working on a farm. Uh, they're working at home. You know, they, 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 they're thinking... A lot of their thinking is, I'm going to do this again in November, so I'm not going to do this. I'm not that jazzed up. It doesn't, it's not an obsession with me. Uh, and, and so, you know, a lot of them didn't show up. But what I think is most interesting about the, 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 the race and the results is that Balderson, the Republican, Troy Balderson, he's a state senator, um, a hometown in Zanesville, Ohio. Uh, what, what, I think is most interesting about the results is the, the percentages that that Balderson had of all the seven counties were almost exactly the same that Trump had in those counties. In other words, he drove out the same voters. It's just that not as many showed up in a special election. It's likely to increase in in November. Now, what are the bad signs? Uh, I personally think is that the Republicans need uh, to know their coalition better. It's changed. They don't understand it. And a lot of the people that are doing the messaging are Republicans that live in Washington uh, and and don't have, either don't like the Donald, still don't like the Donald Trump one, or don't understand why he won, which is why they should buy the Great Revolt. But you know, they don't understand why or they just don't like him. So their message is outdated. Uh, Trump was very effective in winning on aspiration and about having people's back. And I don't see that same message coming from these Republican candidates. 
No, and, no. and also, I, I would argue that O'Connor had a decent message. Uh, but, you know, he was, a, he was a moderate candidate. He cut an ad where he said he would work with Trump. Uh, but he did not, I will say this, he did not appeal to rural, rural voters at all. Had he, he would have won this by three points. But he, they did not, you know, they did not connect with him at all. Did he go to school on what Connor Lamb did here a few months ago? <laughs> Connor Lamb ran a very interesting race here. I live in, in the district. I don't know what number we are anymore. Uh, um, I don't either. And, and I'm a professional. Um, in the, uh, I think we're the 14th now. Anyways, I, um, uh, I'm in the South Hills. Connor Lamb uh, ran on a very sort of generic, benign uh, platform that was both appealing to Rep- Republicans and Democrats. I mean, he was shooting an AR in the um, in his first ad. He was showing a picture of him uh, attending a, a Catholic high school. So he used the tenements that were important to um, to Republicans and was able to draw out union voters because Saccone wasn't good on unions. And that's what I mean by not understanding the base. Like the Republicans did not do a good job in picking the right candidate for this seat. You needed someone to be pro-union. That's why Tim Murphy did so well here for years and years and years because he understood that union um, voters were a strong proportion of of the uh, rural and exurban votes uh, and that helped bring home Republicans uh, in this seat for for a decade. Well, Selena, you proved in your book uh, and the fact that you uh, said early on that you thought Trump was going to win, you seem to prove that you have a better grasp of what's out there than the than the actual leaders of the Republican Party do and some of the other so-called experts in Washington. And uh, from talking to you before, I, I, I get the feeling that you get that from you actually spend time on the ground. You spend time talking to people. <laughs> Did you spend time in the district there down near yeah, Columbus I doing did, the same thing this for this one? Yeah, this one looks- I, yeah I, spent, I made six visits out there. I know the district really well because I've covered it for years. Uh, and um, I was at uh, the Muddy Miners restaurant last night in Zanesville. I don't typically go to uh, Republican or Democrat headquarters because I don't want to be among true believers or party people. I want to be around people that are persuadable, people that have a stake in who is elected. Uh, so that's where I hung out last night, and it was I probably had more fun than, than any other reporter. What did you but, learn there? Well, I learned quite by accident it's a place where Balderson regularly eats. That's his hometown, <laughs> um, which I had no idea. Right. Uh, if anybody's going to Zanesville, I highly recommend this place. Um, and they're great walleye. Uh, and, and just that people were a lot more pragmatic uh than um than 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 washington and and that they were still looking for that message that said that that hey you know we have your back and i think that the republicans sort of need if they want to hold this coalition together and by the way i do believe this coalition stays together i think where we'll see the evidence of that is in the senate races in missouri North Dakota, West Virginia, Indiana, um, um, and places places like that, where there are ten Democrats who are in seats where where Trump won at times by twenty percentage points. They don't have to do, you know, eight points. Um, they don't have to. They can like do eight points less better than Trump did in the state and still win the state. And those percentages that Balderson won and that were the same as Trump shows me that Senate races uh, are are where you are going to see the Trump coalition intact. It may be that we go into November, and I write this in The Great Revolt, that uh, we have a split decision in Washington in that the Democrats either narrowly narrowly gain uh, the majority or narrowly lose the majority, but the House is essentially split, and that the Republicans gain about three more Senate seats, 
which would take their um, their majority from 51.49 to uh, 54. Um, well, I can't do math. 50 whatever. Um, you know, it would they would gain um, three to four. Speakers. Yeah. Well, somebody on either CNN or MS or MSNBC, maybe you know who it was. Uh, I can't remember who it was now. Said last night that the. I think it might have been the results from last night, the close races. Uh, it was uh, John King. Is that CNN? That's CNN. Yeah. He, I believe he said that this means an impeachment is on the table because because now the House is on the table. Oh, well, I mean, if it's a split, it might be on the table. But um, uh, I still think Democrats are reluctant to do that they know how damaging that was not only during nixon but also during clinton and the republicans in 2000 uh, or in 1996 suffered for their impeachment proceedings against clinton by losing uh the uh seats in the house when they had no business losing it uh, voters don't like overreach they just don't and uh, and I think that many people would see it as an overreach. I'm talking to uh, Selena Zito of the Washington Examiner. Um, and uh, last night, Alexandria Ostasio-Cortez, the Democrat star, at least she was, I think that star is going to start to fade, but she is a <laughs> socialist. Uh, and there's the reason why it might fade. She was shut out last night. Not one of the candidates she endorsed won. And I checked it out. Not only did they lose, they lost, they lost big. They got crushed. So, Well, yeah, I'm writing about this for this Sunday. I think we have two competing forces going on here. And I, I am, unlike my peers in Washington who have now written her off uh, and, and therefore written off the Democratic Socialist of America movement, I don't think it's wise to do that. So first of all, they made her a rock star and they shouldn't have. It was a, a, a like like the special election in Ohio. It was a specific district, and she and she had a specific message, and she was able to connect with voters on that message. She was running against a a Democrat um, who was fourth in line from leaders from from uh, in leadership who had essentially not spent time in the district for a very long time. So this is a very specific win. But because my profession likes to overblow everything, they they placed her in a position, and she willingly went along with it, of stardom. I think what's more interesting is to look at the races around Pittsburgh and in Philadelphia, where you see on a very grassroots level the DSA um, winning seats held by moderate Democrats um, with, you know, family names, the Costas, and, and, um, and winning in seats that, you know, that nobody sort of expected to. So I'm, I am not going to, to minimize the DSA's um, um, uh, passion and or movement. I think that's foolish. For um, for because I read like thirteen stories to say today that said oh it's all over because she couldn't get them one yeah eh, I, I think I I never think that's a wise idea I can remember you know remember in two thousand and ten all seven Tea Party candidates that ran for special election ahead of that that midterm they all lost but what happened in November. The Republicans won in a huge way. Yeah. So I, I just think I just I just think it was foolish uh, of people to dismiss that movement, the DSA movement, and the Democratic Party because I don't think it's dead. Well, Selena, I just think it was one prime bad primary day. I got to take a break real quick. We're going to come back and talk to you about the Main Street Project. Really interesting. Stick around, okay? okay. SRN 
SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump is praising firefighters in California for their efforts combating what is now the largest fire in state history. The Mendocino Complex fire in Northern California scorched some 455 square miles, threatening thousands of homes. Some 14,000 firefighters from as far away as Florida and even New Zealand are fighting around 18 California fires. Mark Hartwig is president of the California Fire Chiefs Association and says for whatever reason, fires are burning much more intensely, much more quickly than they were before. Meanwhile, mandatory evacuation orders lifted for most lakeside communities today. Republican U.S. Representative Chris Collins accused of giving an illegal tip that allowed his son and others to avoid hundreds of thousands of dollars in biotech stock losses. U.S. Attorney General Jeffrey Berman announced today that Collins was supposed to keep secret devastating news he received in an email about a failed drug trial back in 2017. SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Warning. Sharks sighted in water. There are a lot of warnings you could miss on your own, especially when it comes to your identity and devices. Good thing new LifeLock includes Norton Security for more detection and more protection. No one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock looks out for threats to your identity, and Norton protects against online threats. Join now and get 10% off your first year plus a $25 Amazon gift card with annual enrollment. Just go to LifeLock.com and enter promo code SMART. Terms apply. When you need information on the Supreme Court nominee, you turn to Jay Sekulow. I will tell you this. I I think we've got a great nominee here. I know Brett. I know him as a lawyer. I know him as a judge. I know him, uh, and I will know him as a justice. I'm absolutely convinced of that. He worked on uh, some cases involving religious liberty that we were involved in, uh, providing brilliant insight. I think this is, uh, I'm very pleased with this nomination, as you can tell. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250. The answer. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-613-2712. That's 800-613-2712. 800-613-2712. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Parkway East looking pretty solid outbound Forbes Avenue to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound some volume from Forbes Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West heavy inbound Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. And outbound delays from 79 to 60. And also 79 northbound you'll see some delays from Parkway West up to 60. Outbound 28 volume there from Grant Avenue to the Highland Park Bridge. And a slow ride outbound 65 from Route 9 to the McKees Rocks Bridge. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250. The answer. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
Fairly cloudy this evening with a couple of showers along with a heavier thunderstorm. Then partly cloudy later tonight with some areas of fog, low 65. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high 82. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 66. Friday, a mix of clouds and sun with a shower or thunderstorm around in the afternoon, highs near 80. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Back with Selena Zito. Uh, we talked to her about politics today uh, because of what happened last night and yesterday uh, in all over the country in various primaries and special elections and what it means for November. And we appreciate all that stuff, Selena. But I, I, I've wanted to talk to you for a while about your uh, Main Street project with uh, Harvard. Could you explain what that was? Sure. Uh, well, it's actually ongoing. Uh, I teach a class at Harvard um, where I take the students. Well, it begins with a workshop at the class um, at, at the university in, in Cambridge, uh, and a one-day workshop. And then the students are uh, packed up in a large van, and they are put on a back road, and we travel to a, a, a medium to small town in America. And we teach them about the different, and I teach them ab- and, uh, about different parts of the country um, by having them experience it. So the reasons we the reason we take back roads is if you take a plane or if you if you um, take an interstate, you essentially bypass all the changes that a community goes through. Um, both economic and cultural, and population uh, either rise, density, and or um, crumbling, you know, falling apart. Uh, but um, also, you know, it, it keeps you in touch with understanding what is going on with the community. And we never stay at a hotel. We always stay in a bed and breakfast. So the first person they meet in a town is, uh, um, is a small business person who tends to know where all the bodies are buried. Uh, and and uh, they've done things as such as going to uh, a gun range and learning how to fire a gun, to uh, going to church, to working in a steel mill. Uh, they worked at the Fiesta Ware factory, which is not far uh, from here in Pittsburgh in Newell, West Virginia. Uh, they've been on a call with the police in um, uh, Chicopee, Massachusetts. Uh, and done all, all kinds of stuff. See, Narcan administered to um, people who are going through an overdose, uh, a heroin overdose. And, 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 you know, they also do fun things like playing bocce at the MZR in, in, um, in Youngstown, Ohio. The, the whole point is, is that we have a great big disconnect between um, our cos- cosmopolitan uh, areas and the places outside of those areas. And there's a there's a really big divide, and, and neither of us understand each other very well. Mm-hmm. You know, ostensibly, uh, Harvard students are going to be the next leaders in this country, not just in government, but also in in law, in Wall Street, in, in technology. So it, why not have the next generation have a better understanding of people outside of the metropolitan, cosmopolitan, urban centers, and 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 vice versa, let them have an understanding of, of, of the students. So, th- so these are 19, 18, whatever, 18 to 20-year-old kids who, um, are, are you saying that? The best of the best of the best. Yeah, but they're most of them yeah. coming from uh, back east and maybe uh, from cosmopolitan, area, cosmopolitan areas, but um, how did you get them to be enthusiastic about doing this? Did they feel like they were, they were being dragged, kicking and screaming, or did they, were they enthusiastic no. about it? They were wonderful. So I gave a speech at Harvard last year, and uh, and and the, and the university asked me to come back and do a fellowship um, and uh, to to live there for three months. And I didn't see the personal benefit from it because it would, first of all, take me away from my family, which is a very important part of keeping me grounded and real. You know, I would miss Sunday dinners on the north side, but also it would keep me away from how I report. So I didn't feel as though it was the best benefit for me. Um, they came back to me again and said, no, we really, really want you. And I said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we go out on the road together? And so the, the students were incredibly enthusiastic about it. Uh, they competed to be in the class, not, you know, there were 
a couple hundred kids that, that competed to be in the class. Only 38 were made the cut. And uh, I, there was not one. They were all from all different personalities, from all different parts of the country. Manhattan, Los Angeles. There was even a young lady from London. Um, and they were all really curious and wanted to know and understand who, who this America was that felt so forgotten and why. And they all wrote papers afterwards. And, and really, I was really moved by how they really connected with these people. I mean, these kids had a great time. These were Celtics fans who were watching. Um, we were in, where were we, Trumbull County, Ohio, or watching the Cavs play the Celtics. So, you know, and, and, and they were really enjoying it. So it, it was it was a very enriching experience for them, but I would also say for myself and also the people that they came in contact with. How quickly did it become obvious to you that um, these kids were about to be shocked by what they were finding out? Um, day one. Weren't, Absolutely but, day, day one. So uh, I didn't really bring politics into the, to the, um, to, to the course. But in the first day in Chicopee, uh, they spent the day doing a variety of different things with a variety of different people. When they were busy doing those things, I, I asked each of the people that they um, interacted with who they voted for. I didn't do that in front of the students. And this is not an area that went strongly for Trump. This was Hillary Clinton country. But it just so, just by happenstance, everyone that they interacted with that day, it was about 12 people, including the place where the host, the bed and breakfast host where we stayed, uh, all had voted for Trump. And these kids had like a great day with these guys. And they, ne- they knew no one in their lives ahead of this, ahead of this uh, class that ever voted for Trump. And so when we were driving um, back to the bed and breakfast and I told them this, they were really stunned. Because their impression as of who and or what a Trump voter was was not the experience they had in real life. Uh, they, they found the people to be aspirational, to be very positive. And it is something that comes through also in the Great Revolt in our interviews. Most, uh, and we did a, a, a poll afterwards. Most people feel people that voted for Trump, Trump identify. Trump-identified voters feel very good about their future, but they don't feel good about their community's future. But because they have these these positive attitudes, they believe that they can make a difference. And that was, for me, very interesting to see them have that experience in real life. And you say that you, uh, you took them to a gun range. Um, yep. How many of them had ever fired a gun before or even held a gun? None. Not one? None. No. And what was the what was their reaction? Um, they really enjoyed it. They understood why people liked it for a sport, you know, and they understood, um, you know, I mean, the the firearms trainers that we had there, both former military men, um, uh, really great experts. They spent uh, four hours with these kids, and what was really like cool for me was as soon as we got to the gun range, uh, the um, first the first people they met. Uh, were a group of 40 women under the age of 45 who were there for target practice. Now, why that's important to me is in the Great Revolt, one of the seven uh, um, archetypes that make up the coalition are female gun owners under the age of 45 who believe that as feminists, it's the most empowering thing to do is to be able to protect themselves. Now, wait a minute. Say, say, say that again, Selena. So this is, a, this is part of the coalition that you think resulted in Trump's winning and probably will have him win oh, again. Yeah. And, and yeah. they are women but, under 45 who own guns. Yeah, and the Second Amendment was incredibly important to them. You never hear about them. No, but if you read the Great Revolt, you will find them in there. Yeah, uh, I hear they're you. one of the seven seven surprising archetypes in the book that make up the the Trump coalition. Wow! And so these kids were exposed to that firsthand. Did any of yeah. them become uh, NRA members afterwards? Or <laughs> I didn't ask them, yeah. but you know, I I, I don't know. But certainly, their opinion about guns, gun safety how seriously uh, gun owners take safety. Uh, if you've ever gone to a gun range, um, you know, it, it is probably the safest place to be in the world because of the way the, the, right. the sort of 
methodical way gun owners um, uh, the, the, pre- the best practices that they use to to have safety at all times at target practice. Now we've had we've had examples here on the show of uh, stupidity on college campuses, and Harvard was one of the big ones. They have um, basically. Uh, in effect, they've outlawed sororities and fraternities. They've made it a very bad idea for anybody to be in a sorority or a fraternity because they, they're not allowed to take part in a lot of the good programs at the school and they can't be an, uh, an athletic captain, things like that. Um, and I, I just wonder, the how, how many of these kids, when you hear that you hear that stuff happening on the campus, you think, well, the, the Harvard students, they must think that's wonderful, that kind of thing, where, where it's just a, a total... Um, uh, deconstruction of the of the culture that's existed on a college campus for 120 years. They think that's wonderful. Do you, do you get that impression from these kids that they just go along with it? Do they question it? No. Yeah, I mean, these are kids and kids that question everything. Uh, the, the, no, no, you have to think about this age group. This is not millennials. This is Gen Z, uh, which is a little bit different than the millennial generation. Um, they're a little more open-minded. They're a little less obsessed with um, with uh, social media, um, uh, none of my uh, students uh, used uh, Facebook or Twitter because they like to Instagram and they like photos. Um, and a lot of them are very civically engaged. They like to join things. They like to be part of things. So uh, there are a lot of civic groups that they that that, that they joined on campus. Uh, so um, I, I I think Gen Z is is different than millennials. Uh, and you might see a em- different emergence of, of campus culture in the next 10 years because of them. And were there any conservatives in the group? Uh, uh, starting out, I mean, if not necessarily starting out, how about at the end? No. Not one? No, no not one. Is there a conservative anywhere on the very... campus? <laughs> oh, I think there's a Republican the Harvard yeah. Republicans or something like that. I don't know. None of them were in my class. But they also were not, like, they all identified themselves as, as liberal. They they all voted for Hillary Clinton. But um, they didn't wear politics as a badge uh-huh. in, 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 in the way that we have seen previous generations. And you took, them really to a, you took them to a Polish Catholic church in the Strip. Yeah, I took them to St. Stanislaus. Uh, they went to mass there with me. Um, they took communion. They got to uh, meet the people. They went and had coffee at La Prima um, uh, in the Strip District, and then we um, they got a quick uh, trip down to the the point, and then they had to leave. Now the only reason we stopped off in Pittsburgh was we we they were actually living in Youngstown, Ohio for a week, uh, but uh, uh, they were coming to Pittsburgh as all of them spread out to go to their summer internship programs from Pittsburgh. And I saw the last thing here, Selena, they changed the name of the project from the Main Street Project to something that should have made you feel pretty good. Um, wait, what was that? Eye-opener. That? Oh, eye-opener, right? Isn't that awesome? The hashtag was <laughs> eye-opener. I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yes. that was really, so you, uh, really adorable, actually. You did open some eyes. I did, and it was great. It was a really, really great thing. I'm looking forward to doing it this fall. So you're going to do it again with a different group of kids? Different group of kids, um, and uh, I believe that the new president of Harvard is going to join me on one of our trips. Oh, that should be good. Well, we will catch we will catch up with you again, and uh, you can let us know what happened. I think it's, it's pretty interesting stuff there. Good job. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you, Selena. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks. We'll see you again. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC resident investment advisory firm. We're Sound Income Strategies, and baby boomers who have heard our message and called for a free income kit now understand the secret to a great retirement is our middle name, income. 
You see, at Sound Income Strategies, we transform high-fee, high-taxed retirement spend-downs into sustained retirement income. It's time for you to join the income generation. For your free, no-obligation income kit, call 866-913-1234, 866-913-1234 to speak to an income specialist. Call 866-913-1234. Sound Income Strategies. Remember, the secret to a great retirement is our middle name, Income. For your free income kit, call 866-913-1234, 866-913-1234. Call now. The one thing I loved about working with him, we got to pray with our patients. And I could do that without feeling like I was going to get in trouble. At the Medicine Shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues the legacy of pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. And many people, you cannot cure them or make them truly get well if they have something down deep that they haven't ever addressed. Stress affects your whole body. Like when I get stressed, I have between my shoulder blades, my muscles get tight. Some people it's GI. Some people it can be a rash. Some people their immune system is down. So we address that too. But you have to address the root causing that stress for them to truly heal. One of the things I'm very humbled by is that many of the people that Joe and I saw together, they're still coming to see me. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to have the same empathy and love and caring that he had. I just love it. It's my dream job. It's what I've always wanted to do. Every day is different because not everybody's the same. Call for a consultation today. 888-865-9595. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loophole, full lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge. Mention AM 1250 and get an exclusive 10% discount for listeners of this station only. Why pay double? Before you buy, visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. They're more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company. windowsruspittsburgh.com. How much do you spend on your pest control each year? 200 300 or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to rid your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. Our best seller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code RADIO20. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. How about some sports? The CrossFit Games started last weekend in Madison, Wisconsin. It's fitness as a competition, and the idea is to find the fittest man and fittest woman on the planet. Actually, I don't know what it really is. I don't care. I'm not interested in it whatsoever, but it's out there, and it's a big deal, and thousands and thousands of people take part in it. but anyway, the issue of transgenders uh, has complicated that. Back in 2014, a man who identified as a woman, her name was Chloe. Uh, his, he had changed his name to Chloe, but it was a man transitioning to a woman. Uh, she sued because uh, he sued, she sued because he wasn't allowed to compete as a woman. Here's what the founder of CrossFit, Greg Glassman, said at the time. Okay, The fundamental... Ineluctable fact is that a male competitor who has a sex reassignment procedure still has the genetic makeup that confers a physical and physiological advantage over women. That Chloe may have felt herself emotionally and very conscientiously to be a woman in her heart, 
and that she ultimately underwent the legal and other surgical procedures to carry out to carry that out cannot change that reality. Further, the timing of her sex reassignment surgery and any subsequent hormone therapy does not change this discussion. Our decision has nothing to do with ignorance or being bigots. It has to do with a very real understanding of the human genome of fundamental biology that you are either intentionally ignoring or you missed in high school. Now, that sounds like common sense, and unless I, I missed something there, the biology hasn't changed in the last four years. I, I could have missed it, but I don't think it has. But something changed because beginning next year, transgender men, men transgendering to women, will be competing in the women's division at CrossFit. They've changed their, their policy. This is a problem that's not going to go away. Back in June, two boys who identified as girls finished 1-2, first and second, for the Connecticut State 100- and 200-meter dash. The girls who worked hard and were good enough to get to the state meet, they had no chance. No chance to win. So here, here's the question I have, and I don't, have the, I don't know the answer to it. I don't know what the percentage of actual transgender uh, uh, people it is, uh, are, are out there right now. But I don't understand why the – let's use Chloe for an example here. Uh, why Chloe's um, – not decision, but Chloe's wish to be included is more important – than the two girls being excluded by the fact that they can't win play, uh, racing against a, a, a boy. I, I don't understand it. And and you heard the the uh, founder of the of the CrossFit saying they're not doing it out of ignorance and blah blah blah. I, I, someone needs to explain to me why is it more important that this person who has a is transgender is is accepted and and feels included and is not excluded. Why is that more important than these two girls, not two, several girls, in this case in Connecticut, who, who worked hard, practiced, did everything you have to do to get to the point where you're in the state track championship running in a 100-meter or 200-meter dash, and they look at the starting line and they know they have zero chance of winning. Why is that okay? Only because they want to make sure that they include the transgender person. I'm asking the question... Because you know what? I don't know the answer. But you know what? Even though I don't know the answer, this is AM 1250 The Answer, and I'll see you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com